Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. This year, build your credit history with the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. No credit checks to apply. Get started at chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Chime checking account and a 200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply. What's up, money women? It's Friday, which means it's time for another Q&A with Veronica. Do you have a question you want answered? Go to veronicagrant.com forward slash ask V to submit your question and you just might hear it on the show. Okay, this week's question comes from TikTok and this is what this follower asked. I follow Dave Ramsey forever. I have 50,000 in savings and 25,000 in debt. I can pay this, but my uncle says to invest. I feel morally torn. Okay, so I'm not going to be able to go into the feeling morally torn as much as I want to in this Q&A episode. I'm going to reserve that conversation for a Tuesday episode, but I'm just going to leave this here. Debt is not a moral issue. It does not make you a good person or a bad person if you have it or don't have it. I feel like the hashtag debt-free living or debt-free community or something, whatever it's called, it's just like a pissing contest. And it's like, who cares? (laughs) Who really cares, right? The thing is, is that debt is just a tool. It can help you further your financial goals. And it can also be quite devastating for your financial goals and stability. It all depends on how you use it. All right. General advice with debt is looking at the interest rate and how the interest rate compares to what the average rate of return in the stock market is. And the average rate of return, if you have any kind of investments and index funds, etc., is going to be 7 to 10% a year. So if your interest rate is far lower than that, then you're going to be better off paying the minimum payment every month and then taking that other money that you would have paid off that debt and investing it because you're going to make more money because you make more money in the stock market than money that you would save by quickly paying off a low interest debt. So anything below 5%, I say for sure, just pay the minimum payments. Once it gets above 7, 8, 9%, some student loan interest rates are that high. Credit card interest rates are very high. Personal loans tend to be high. Once you're in those kinds of categories, then it makes a lot more sense to pay the debt off more quickly. And if you have something like credit card debt where interest can be as high as 30%, you want to get that paid off as quick as humanly possible. Now, for this person asking this question, I don't know what your interest rate is on the debt that you have, but if it is credit card debt, you want to get that paid off pretty fast because, again, it's pretty expensive. Now, there is a gray area. If your interest on your debt is somewhere like between 5 and 8% or so, that's a very much gray area because even though 5% is lower than the stock market, some people would argue that because of compound interest and dividends and all that stuff, you should still have your money invested rather than paying off debt quickly. And then 7%, you know, it's more of like the break even. So it's like, eh, I think reasonable people 
could make both choices. If your interest is somewhere between five and 8%, I think some very reasonable people could continue to pay off the monthly minimum. And some reasonable people would also just choose to lump sum it. So I'll give you some examples of some debt that I have paid off. So the first is I bought my Subaru back in 2016. I think it was December 2016. And I don't remember the total price of the car. I want to say it was around 23, 24,000. I really can't remember. This is definitely pre-2020. Oh my gosh. And I actually got a 0% interest rate. So I just paid the monthly payment until I finished paying that. And that was about a year, year and a half ago. I never once thought about paying it off because why would I? I was literally making more money, keeping my money in a savings account. Now, recently, my husband and I have bought a second car. We bought a Honda Odyssey. We just had a second baby and we were a one car family for forever. But with a second baby, Not only do we just want a bigger car to have more space because we also have a dog and do a lot of road trips, we just need a second car. So we got a Honda Odyssey. I'm not a car person. I could have thought of like a hundred other things I would rather have spent that money on, but it's what we needed. So here we are. I'm officially a soccer van mom or whatever it is. The car we bought was $47,000 and that's like all in with the warranties, etc. And we were able to get a loan for 3.9%. So we're going to be paying $1,036 for 48 months. Over four years, we're going to pay $49,728 plus a $1,000 down payment that we put down at signing. What was so fascinating to me is that the person selling us the car could not understand why we wanted to put as little possible down. Like if we could have put zero down, we would have put zero, but $1,000 was the minimum down payment. And so that's what we did. And he was like, don't you want to put more down? We're like, why would we? Because the interest rate for this loan is 3.9%. However, we actually have the cash sitting in a bank account. We could just flat out get rid of this loan and pay off the card tomorrow if we wanted to. But we have the money sitting in a savings account earning 4.85%. The loan for our car will cost us just under $4,000. And yet, leaving the $47,000 in the account over four years, we will earn $9,000. We are actually going to make an extra five to $6,000 by keeping our money in a high yield savings account and just paying the minimum monthly payment as the bills come. Now, obviously, things could change. Interest rates are really high right now. If they were to tank, that might change the math a little bit. And also, presumably, we're taking the money out to pay this payment, so we're not going to have $47,000 in this account forever. However, new money is coming in, and we do save every month, so I don't think that number is actually going to go down too drastically. And now that we have this money in the bank, we can leave it there and again, just earn interest. We can choose to invest it and earn 7 to 10% on it, or we can leverage the money and also think about using that money for a down payment for a house because we still are in our two bedroom townhouse that we can't seem to get out of that we bought before kids and now we have two. But here we are. 
And the last example I'll give is back in 2019, I had about $4,000 left on my student loan and that interest rate was 6.5%. So it was very much in that gray area zone. I had been paying the minimum payment on it. I have not been spending extra. If I had any extra cash in my budget or from a windfall, I was investing the money instead. I was not putting it towards my student loans. And then in 2018, my grandmother, passed away. And then in 2019, once the estate settled, I got a $10,000 inheritance from her. So I used that money to wipe out the rest of the student loan money I had. And I could have invested it because again, 6.5% is kind of high, but it's not obnoxiously high. But I just wanted it off the books. I wanted to clear out my monthly budget so I didn't have that line item and I could start allocating that $400 a month I had to other things. And that's what I decided to do. And I think a reasonable person could have done the opposite, which was not lump sum it and just continue doing that monthly payment while also putting that $10,000 from my Nana somewhere else. All that to say is... That's not a moral issue. It doesn't make you right or wrong. I think your uncle might be onto something if your interest rate with your debt is low. However, if your interest rate is high, you probably will be better off, at least in terms of the numbers, paying it off as quickly as possible. But beyond the math, I want to leave you with this. Sometimes it feels good to just get things off the books. If you're someone who cannot sleep at night because you have debt, even if you have money coming in to pay off that debt, even if it's a low interest and you know it would just give you peace of mind, then do it. Even if it's low interest, like three or 4%, still do it if it's going to make you feel better. It's okay that it's not the quote unquote, best decision in terms of the numbers. Because personal finance is just as much personal as it is about the finance. And in fact, it might be even more personal. If you want to submit your questions to this podcast for me to answer on Fridays or in my newsletter, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash ask V. And if you aren't getting my Run Your Money newsletter, I send it out every Tuesday where I send you links to the new episodes of the week, but I also got lots of other goodies and tips and all that kind of stuff packed in there and it's totally free. You can sign up over at veronicagrant.com forward slash newsletter. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something new. If you've got a question you want to submit for a future Friday episode, go to veronicagrant.com forward slash ask V. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss a new episode. On Tuesdays, I deep dive into a money topic and on Fridays, I answer your questions. I appreciate your support so much. And the best ways you can do that is to subscribe, leave a rating or review and share an episode with a friend. Thank you. This year, build your credit history with the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card. No credit checks to apply. Get started at Chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Chime checking account and a 200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply.